And in this search for seeking out information, I stumbled upon uh, one of my now good friends. Her name is Dana Abraham. And I'm so pleased to be able to have her on our podcast today. I'm going to go ahead and pull her up and then I'll share a quick little intro for her. So Dana, it's so good to have you. How are you, friend? Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. You are so awesome for doing this. <laughs> well, I am thrilled that you're here. And what is so wild friends, like just, just listen how wild this is. We were in a mastermind together, still are. And I didn't really know what she did. You know, we were just all in this mastermind together, but it's so interesting how the people that can help you the most are sometimes just one connection away, or they're even sometimes in your own group. You just don't even know it. And so when I finally found out that Dana helps kiddos that are challenging, challenging kiddos, you know, she helps parents and teachers. Um, it was like, Oh my gosh, like if this is meant to be, we need to be able to learn from you. And so what I am doing tonight is Dana has created a beautiful podcast. We're going to talk about that, but we're also going to be talking about her upcoming book that's getting released soon. And she's also here to share the three secrets. Oh my gosh, there's the book, the three <laughs> secrets to parenting or teaching challenging kids. So Dana, thank you again for being here. And let's go ahead and start off with, you know, how did you come into this place to become a parenting expert and author in this space? Tell us a little bit about where you came from. Yeah. So that word expert still kind of uh, gives me the heebie-jeebies. I think I have a lot of trauma around that word. So I was an educator for 12 years, Chicago public schools. I taught everything from early childhood to first grade. Um, I had, you know, and I was a national board certified teacher. I don't know if I said that part, but anyway, I like the experts when it came to my kid, had failed me so many times. So for me to say, oh, for you to say, oh, she's a parenting expert, I still get the like, I don't know, you know? <laughs> so, um, so how did I get here? It's, you know, I kind of say that I was like born into this. I was a sibling of a bipolar brother. So extremely explosive, dealt with a lot of that growing up. And then when I became an educator, my favorite kids were the ones with a paper trail behind them. The ones that in the teacher lounge, all the other teachers would talk about and warn you about. And the parents would come with their head hung low and they drop off their kids that first day and the kids knew it, right? They immediately knew it didn't matter how old they were. They knew that they were that kid that everybody already knew in the building. And so when I had my own kid, I figured I got this parenting gig on lock. I am going to be the world's best parent. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, no, that didn't happen. Instead, for the first seven years of raising my oldest son, I just felt like the world's worst parent because everything that I had learned as an educator wasn't working in my home and everything that I was being told to try, everything that the doctors were saying, that the therapists were saying, like it just, it wasn't working. And so uh, by second grade, my son was kicked out of school more days than he was in school. By this point, he had been kicked out of his preschool at three years old because he had been the biter. Um, he was in trouble a ton in kindergarten because he was the one pulling his pants down. Um, and then by first grade, he could never sit still in his desk and he was crawling on the floor when he should have been learning. And by second grade, it no longer was like age appropriate silliness. And now he was um, he was getting suspended a lot. And 
it just became really evident that the traditional school setting just wasn't for him. And so I ended up um, quitting my job and bringing him home to homeschool him kind of against my will um, because I just didn't think I knew what I was doing when it came to him. And so I had two goals. My first goal was just that he would not hate himself for not fitting in and that he wouldn't hate the world for not understanding him. And I figured if I could figure out those two things, it didn't matter what I taught him academically. It didn't matter what else I taught him. As long as he could find compassion for himself and compassion for others, then we had a fighting chance in this world. Holy cow. I mean, I'm listening to your story and I'm like, yep, yep. Check, check. Oh my gosh. And I, I know that there's other mothers and teachers out there that have, you know, have struggled with these things as well. And so, and I love, I'm just going to say really quick. So we're going to be talking about your podcast throughout the entire episode here. So first off everybody, her podcast is called calm the chaos. Okay. Calm the chaos. And she shares in her very first episode there a lot more detail about how she got here. And especially some of those moments that you experienced as a parent where you had, you know, and I'm not going to reveal, cause I do want them to listen to that first episode, but you know, you had, you had cops called on the kiddos, you know, on your kiddo and, and you're coming in and they're like, well, do you want, you want to take your kid now and take him home or you want the cop to take him? And you're like, uh, illegal <laughs> or stop. <Yeah. laughs> but, uh, but so we won't reveal that episode, but, um, calm the chaos. We're all going to be going there. And in fact, before we move on, let's do this really quick. Everybody jump out your phones really quick, get your phones out. Unless you're on your phone, you need to write this down if you're on your phone, but you know, that's so tricky. If you're on your phone, it's like, can you really exit out the zoom app and still be here? I'm not positive. <laughs> but- you can. If you, if you can put you? the link to them, I think hmm. you can. Okay. Yeah. So shall I give the link to the calm, the chaos on Apple podcast or what? Um, you choose, you could do your, your the up viral one, or you could do the, ah, oh, perfect. Perfect. Okay. So let's do this. We're going to do a couple different links, everybody. So first we're definitely going to do the up viral, but in a second, Let's first, if you are able to, there's the link for her podcast to go straight to Apple podcasts, um, because this is a step that we do not want to mess up. Do not want to miss. Um, you're going to go to calm the chaos podcast. And here's the coolest thing about this. It's super easy to subscribe to her podcast. So up in the top, uh, let's see right here up in that top corner. When you're there, you're just going to click that little plus button, the little follow button. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and click that there in that little top follow button right there. I'm going to go ahead and click it one time. And then it's got the little check mark. Okay. So now that we're subscribed to your podcast, let's continue. And, um, but it really, sorry, that was (laughs) what you were doing. I was like, Oh, how fancy I am so new to podcast guys. I I'm such a noob when it comes to like, like subscribe, like how am I supposed to do it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody in the chat post done when you've subscribed to the podcast, These are um, amazing. Oh my everybody God. knows that we have our, our own podcast. So they're, yes. they got the podcast down. Okay. So Love let's continue. It. So here you were, you brought your, your kiddo home so that you could homeschool them kind of against your will. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. This is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Now walk us through the next time of now you're homeschooling and how did you get to this point to be helping other parents with challenging kids? Yeah. So, um, I do talk more about it in that first episode, but I started a blog 10 years ago, almost to the day I actually quit teaching April 15th, um, 10 years ago. 
Wow. So this is 10 years in the making. And so, um, so I started a blog because when I was looking for information on how to help my son, how to homeschool him, everything looked perfect. And I don't know if any of you guys have ever figured like done that you do the Pinterest search, you do the Google search and everything that comes up. It's like, wow. Okay. Well, and I know there's a lot of like home preschoolers here who do teach preschool and have a, a preschool in their home and everything looks so perfect. You're like, wait a second, everything yeah. looks that good. <laughs> I don't believe them. Right. Yeah. And so I thought I must be doing something terribly wrong if my house and my homeschooling didn't look like that. And so I started the blog with a selfish selfish purpose of really just trying to see if there was one other person out there in the world who was dealing with what I was dealing with so that I didn't have to feel so lonely. And I didn't find one person. I actually found millions. So in the last 10 years, we've had over 41 million people go to lemonlimeadventures.com and read our blog post over there. Um, so it just, it was about anything and everything um, because I didn't, didn't really know what I was writing about or talking about. And I was really honest with it. So I still am getting used to this whole like parenting expert thing. Um, but I did a lot of research. I am a learner by nature and it is my nature to, to soak up everything that I can and to share it with others so that I can simplify the process for others. And one of my superpowers is I'm a bridge. I can take really complex information and I can make it really understandable without dumbing it down, if that yeah. makes sense. So yeah. I can make it really easy to consume, really accessible and, um, and just create these simplified frameworks that make it less overwhelming and less stressful um, than trying to go through all the parenting books and all of the education information and things like that. I mean, when you first open a book, typically you open them up and it is wall of text, right? How many of you guys have opened up like a parenting book and you're just like, whoa, like any book. And it's just a wall of text and your brain shuts down. Well, yeah. mine is full of white space and doodles. And you drew those doodles, didn't you? I did. There's over 400 doodles in the book. So the book is full of, you know, things like this that really break it down. So it's really easy to, to digest, really easy to understand. And, and so I started sharing just ins and outs of our life. Like I, I like to say the sweet and sour things of life on the blog. And then slowly started piecing together this framework of what was working for us and started sharing that with others and started that five years ago. And it started with 25 people, then 75. And um, at this point, we've had thousands and thousands of people go through our Calm the Chaos program. And we've taught it online in a free workshop to over 200,000 uh, families, teachers, therapists, doctors all around the world. And um, we've just seen it work wonders because it is personalized to the child mm -hmm. um, and not it's, it's not, and it's personalized to the family and, or the classroom, whoever it is that's implementing it. It's really is personalized instead of being, here's this one size fits all solution that's going to work with everyone. And it also meets you where you're at. And yeah. instead of saying, here's best case scenario, good luck. It really meets you as my husband says at worst case scenario, and then kind of scaffolds it as you go. And as you're ready for it. Well, and I think the majority of parents are going to come to you or teachers come to you when it's like, we're at the pit, like we've, we're, we're coming to you in the middle of a battle. Right. Yeah. And so I love that it's 
and you don't cherry coat things. It's just like straight to the, like, Hey, here's what's going on in this kind of a situation. Um, and here's like the strategy to help you in that moment. That's what I love about you is it's not just like all these like big ideas of, Oh, and you just imagine rainbows and butterflies of everybody just skipping down a hill as their family or their classroom together. And it's like, (laughs) actually when this happens, do this right to get X result. And it's like, here is the strategy, the tactic, the real quick in the moment. Mm -hmm. I can just remember that one little framework of that one little doodle and like, okay, I have that. Here we go. Right. Let's test this out. Um, So I love that so much. So you started, you know, obviously teaching all of these parents about this. Have, does this also work in the classroom? I know that it works in the home. Okay. It does. We, we very specifically focus on families just because it is my goal to get this framework and this system into every household and every classroom in the world. Um, And, but we're starting with families because the, the families are typically the ones that are going to start with the children. And then I know the importance of teachers as well. Um, but there is a different message. There's a different kind of um, way of going about it. And so up until this point, teachers, therapists, doc, we've had pediatricians, um, all sorts of different professionals use the program in whatever situation they're in mm-hmm. and adapt it. And it's so much easier for the professional to adapt it than a family who doesn't have the knowledge, the background, the access to information the way that professionals do. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's, now that we've got the background in, let's get to some of the juicy details. We talked about, um, you know, learning the three secrets to parenting or teaching challenging kiddos. Now I'm going to pause for one second before we get into those. And I remember a conversation we had together where we talked about, um, I believe it was maybe a, a possible publisher or somebody who was looking at a, at your book and saying, Oh, but these are just kiddos with challenging behaviors, right? Uh, and you yeah. made the mm-hmm. distinction. I remember this. Actually, I changed my my graphic because I was like, Joy, wait. She said challenging kiddos. I and did. so can you walk yeah. us through that? Because like I understand it, having a challenging kiddo myself, but some people think, oh, it's just the behavior, just challenging behavior. What is the difference between a challenging behavior or a challenging kiddo, perhaps? Yeah. So a lot of a lot of the expertise out there is to remove the the negative from the child, right? Or to remove the diagnosis from the child. And so you're like, no, it's challenging behaviors. It's not a challenging kid. But I believe that a challenging kid is a good thing. And here's why. A challenge in every other aspect of your life is a good thing. We challenge ourselves with 30-day food challenges. We challenge ourselves to run a marathon. We challenge ourselves to go live on Facebook for 30 days in a row. We challenge ourselves to do better, to be better, to learn more, to experience expand our horizons every single day. But when it comes to children, if we call them challenging, somehow that's a bad thing. And I truly believe that these kids that are presenting extremely challenging behavior, they are challenging our belief systems. They are challenging what we have learned. They are challenging how we were raised. They are challenging the status quo. And it is our job as that one person in their life to really say, okay, Let me see how I can look at this differently. How can I take a different perspective and not see this as bad, but see the whole child that's in front of me and see this as a way to grow Mm -hmm. and do better and be better. Yeah. 
I love that. And in your podcast too, my friends, like at episode one just gets you immediately. So really quick reminder for those who just barely jumped on, go search your, your Apple or your Google podcast, anywhere you have your podcast app, calm the chaos parenting, this beautiful dark Navy and pink, uh, colors here, calm the chaos parenting podcast, go uh, subscribe to it. The way to subscribe is you just go ahead and in that top corner, there's this little plus button and it says follow or maybe subscribe depending on your, your, your app. Go ahead. And of course, this is the Apple ones. Go ahead and just click that little plus button right there at the top. And then of course, it'll have a little check mark saying, yay, you're subscribed now. So that way in the future, every time you click on your library, it's going to be right there in your library. So you can quickly get to it. So, and then we put have in the two comments. that you can binge already in a brand new episode. Yes. Okay. Put in the comments yeah. that you uh, did it. We've already got Lisa and Elsa. Oh, and Tiffany already pre-ordered the book. We're going to be talking about the what? book as well. Victoria yeah. and Rosalind subscribe. So good job. Now in your first episode, you say this comment and I, I think I'm not going to repeat it because it's your words. And I, I'd love to hear it from you. You mentioned that you believe that you are the person that is going to help this kiddo. Do you mind like talking on that for a second? Like you were talking about, I don't, I don't really remember your exact words, but it just kind of like hit me that it was like, I'm the person I can help. Right. Yeah. So with my son, when I brought him home, there was, you know, one of the big things that happened is everyone was kind of throwing their hands in the air. We don't know where this came from. We don't know what happened. Now, this was 10 years ago. So, you know, it was before a lot of people understood sensory and trauma and a lot of the different things that now educators know about. Um, But even then he's, you know, I still have two other kids in the school system. He's about to graduate from high school. And I'll tell you, even with 10 years, we still deal with it, right? We still have a lot of that that we're dealing with, just not to the extreme with him. And so I made a decision in that moment that I was the one person who was determined to see him for who he was, who was going to dig beneath the surface, who was going to understand him when no one else had the energy or the fortitude to keep going when things got tough. And I truly believe that every child just needs one person. And we hear stories all the time. It doesn't have to be their parent. It doesn't even have to be a teacher. It could be their neighbor. It could be their music teacher. It could be um, the, the store clerk that at the store that they always go to that sees them, that hears them, that makes them feel heard and valued and understood for the child that they are. And if every child just has that one person, I truly believe we can change the world. Just one challenging kid at a time. Because, and that was part of it too, is with those two goals with my son is the reason I had those two goals and still do is because I believe that if he hated himself, he could turn that hate inward and he could hurt himself. And we see it all the time now, right? right? Especially after COVID and all of the things that the kids are going through that are older, they're not necessarily in preschool, but, um, but then also we see when kids feel like it is everyone else's fault, right? When we see kids that don't feel like anyone understands them, that Mm -hmm. anyone doesn't, that no one gets them, where do they place that anger and frustration? They place it on other people and really big devastation happens and we're seeing it everywhere. So those, those are still my two core goals with every child is how can we get them to love themselves and love others in uh, with compassion? Yeah. 
And then before we go into your three secrets in just a second, I would extend that outward to every one of you. And I would say, how can we get you to love yourself? I mean, we are our biggest critic. And what if we flipped that on ourselves as well as mothers and teachers and said, wow, you know, I really need to love myself too, to model and show what that looks like for my child or my student. Okay. Let's dive into it now. So, uh, could you share, you know, some of your three best tips or three best secrets on how to parent or teach these challenging kids? Yeah. So I, um, I'm not a big fan of tips and tricks, um, because I think <laughs> that's where we get into overwhelm and stress. I really am bigger on let's create sustainable change. And I don't think sustainable change happens with tips and tricks and hacks. Love it. So, um, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to share some of my like core foundational beliefs and frameworks, if you're okay with that. Oh, I'd love that. Thank you. Okay. So my number one is we've kind of already talked about this, but the, the number one thing that I think every single parent, teacher, um, or therapist professional, and I know even in the comments, let me know if you are a mom, a grandma. I think most of you are, and also you are an educator. Is that correct? Yeah. And I think we also have some teachers who are not moms. Okay. And so yeah, teachers or moms, grandmas. So we've got kind of both. And okay. Yeah. So I think that you just said it, right? We're our worst critic. And I think that there's a lot of pressure out there to, to be a hundred percent and to always get it right and to be consistent and to be that calm force. And I'm going to talk about being the steady force and the calm force for our kids. But I want you to hear this part first is that you are exactly the parent that your child needs. I like that is the number one takeaway. You're exactly the teacher that this child needs. You're exactly the parent that your child needs. You are not failing and your child's not broken. Like that sentiment is what I want you to take away. If you don't remember any other strategy, if you don't remember any other tactic, there's actually science that backs me up here, guys. There is science that proves that you only have to get parenting 70% right. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm better than a C student. So I think I can get it 70% right 70% of the time. And yeah. so what we have to do with the rest of it is 30, the other 30%, we have to help our kids understand that other 30%, right? We have to be human, vulnerable, show up and say, hey, today was a hard day for me right? I yelled and I shouldn't have yelled or, um, you know, yeah, that made me really angry. Let me share why it's less about you. It's more about like that. It broke my favorite vase or that, you know, you ruined your socks for the 15th time and it's just frustrating. Right. Mm -hmm. And so making sense of that for our kids can be such a huge needle mover for them mm -hmm. and such a big game changer. I love that. I want to just say really quick and reflect back to you. Allison Hadley in the comment says that makes me tear up, mm -hmm. you know, just the comment that you are exactly the, the mother or teacher that this child needs. Love yeah. that. Yeah, I truly believe it. And I think that we get so caught up in, I hear it all the time from the parents that we work with is I'm failing. I'm not doing this right. I can't get this right. Mm -hmm. And we're putting ourselves to such high standards that are just not possible to hold up against. And so we have to remind ourselves every time anyone in my community messes up, I tell them to kiss their brain 
and say, thank you, brain. Thanks for reminding me that I'm human. Yeah. And that's it. We're human. We're going to mess up. We're not, we're not meant to be robots and be perfect all the time. Oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So that's, that's it. That's my number one secret. It's one of the biggest ones. Um, number two is I, I think that, so the number two, like kind of idea here mm-hmm. is that while every child is unique and you can't possibly have, you know, a strategy or the perfect method for every single child. You also don't have to do it all on your own. I believe that each and every one of you are the expert in your child. And as a teacher, I believe that you have the highest probability of being one of the best experts in each child in your classroom because you spend so much time with them. Mm -hmm. And so This is where you really have to lean into all of your hard-won knowledge, all of your expertise, all of your background knowledge, and what you already know and have experienced and tried, and we can marry that with best practices. And that way, when you're given a best practice or you're given a strategy or you see something new out there, you're able to say, yeah, that's really interesting but I know this about my kid. Yeah. And you're able to really um, customize it to your kiddo. So Mm -hmm. we've been able to do that. I actually, um, is it okay if I share my screen? Of course. Yeah. I'm a doodler. So uh, I'm going to get my doodles out. All right. So I'm going to share what we have figured out as a framework that just ends up being a really good recipe. All right. So you've got the wrong camera. There we go. All right. Can you guys see yeah, it? We can see it. Yep. Okay. Oh, well, that's not good. <laughs> you've been using all your markers for your 400 doodles. <laughs> yeah. I am not using these. Oh, I could just pull out the doodles. They're sitting right over here. Um, <laughs> this is messy. So again, 70%, right? Progress, yeah. not perfection. Yep. All right. So we have found that there are four essential elements that just follow best practices in relationships, neurodiversity, trauma, um, connection, brain, you know, child development, all the different things. And what happens is you end up with one that focuses a lot on connection. A lot of you have probably seen a lot of strategies that focus on connecting with the child, Mm -hmm. or you might have found some that are really about rules or about systems or about, you know, visual charts and that's empowerment. Mm -hmm. Others might have really dug deep. I see this with teachers and educators a lot is the understanding piece, reading and researching everything there is to know about why kids do what they do. Right. And as mm-hmm. educators, there's a lot of that. Yes, I'm using a document camera. Um, and then the the piece that some of us get into is this you piece. But up until now, they've probably felt like very separated pieces of puzzle. And the way that we have figured this out is that you need a little bit of each when you're dealing with any situation. 
And so we consider the you piece as the linchpin. You are the center. You're that safe place for your child or for the one child in your classroom that's really struggling. And you are the one that is, you can really only control yourself. And so this is about you being calm. This is about you being able to anchor and ground yourself when things are difficult. And this is about you being able to stay focused no matter what else is going on. And that doesn't mean you can't be scatterbrained. I have an ADHD brain um, and I didn't know I was ADHD growing up. So this doesn't mean that you have to be, you know, fully focused all the time. Just want to be clear, clarify that piece. But this is that grounded piece, being a grounded presence for your child. So C is connection. So I'm just going to pull these out here. Again, I'm using my big marker, so it's a little messy. So C is for connection. U is for understand. E is for empowerment. Um, So for connect. Connect, this is less about playing with our kids and having one-on-one time, especially when you've got a class of 15 kids or when I was a preschool teacher, I had 48 kids. Yes, it's illegal, but it happens. Um, And so I had 48 kids in my classroom. And this is less about one-on-one connection. And it's more about of being affirming and accepting of the child you have in front of you, not the child you were hoping for. I'm going to like, Ooh, let's pause there really quick. Say that again. (laughs) So this is about accepting the child you have in front of you, not the child you were hoping for or wished for. Oh my gosh. So much as Mm. parents, we are trying to mold our kids into this successful kid. We are trying to mold our kid into a kid that maybe we want, and it's all comes from love. We want them to have what we didn't have so often, but we get so pulled into why can't you do this why are you doing that what's wrong with you and so this connection piece really is about truly seeing them and understanding them um it's less about the understanding but really helping them feel seen and valued and mm-hmm. heard yeah so this is affirming and accepting um and then we have understanding. And a lot of people think that understanding is about behavior management and it's about doing behavior charts and all those things. And that is so, so not it. Um, It is more about understanding what makes each person tick because we're not trying to change the person. We're trying to understand what makes them tick so we can create an environment where they can thrive. And that's where the understanding piece is, is what, and, and we talk a lot about an iceberg and I'm sure you've heard something like this before. That does not look like an iceberg. I'm just going to tell you there's shenanigans here sometimes when I'm doing things live, um, <laughs> that's supposed to be an iceberg. Okay. So one seventh of the icebergs up top and below is the rest of it. And we're looking for what's under here. And so we're really digging under the surface, trying to figure out what's going on under the surface, trying to see the behavior just as a sign that something's going on and that there's an unmet need. And then finally, so that's just understand. So I like to think of this as being in tune with our child's needs. Okay. And then empower. Now, for most of us, we've thought of empower as two different things. We think of it either as growth mindset stuff or teaching our kids self-regulation and self-acceptance and teaching them calm down strategies and things like that. 
but in, or we think of it as rules and regulations and boundaries and limits. But what we really need to think of empowerment as is as collaboration and as being a guide or a mentor for our kids and really helping them develop the skills they need to thrive in the world. Now, when they're three and four, they got a long way to go before they're going to thrive in the world. So we don't need them to be completely independent at three and four, right? So, but it's more about teaching them problem solving skills. It's teaching them collaboration skills. It's teaching them how to speak up for their needs and wants where other people can hear them. And so this one doesn't have a, another fancy term. It's just empowerment. Mm -hmm. um, so those are the four pieces to the framework. And I like to think of it a lot like baking a cake. Um, that you still need those four essential ingredients. You need the milk, you need, or you need something like milk. I'm going to really go <laughs> basic here. We're not talking vegan cakes or, you know, <laughs> anything like that, but you need milk, you need egg, you need flour, you need butter, right? You need those yes. four basics. And if you, um, if you have those four, you can make any kind of cake from a box cake to a British Bake Off, like a <laughs> winning cake, but you still need all four. If you leave one out, you're going to get a mess and you're going to mm -hmm. end up with it. And so it's not about picking and choosing little bits. It really is about having a sprinkle of each every time you approach a situation. Wow. And when you're talking about understand, I think in our very busy, fast paced life, so many of us skip past the understanding part and go straight into reactionary, et cetera. But wow, when we can bring it back into let's talk, right? Like when we have the space and the ability to talk, mm -hmm. um, that's when, you know, then we're able to like talk about our feelings and what happened and why we acted that way and, you know, apologize and yeah. things like that. But it's, it's that understanding point that a lot of us just <laughs> skip right past. Yeah, and the good news is some of this is stuff that most of you have heard about. And so yeah. what we found and inside the book, we actually have a quiz that you can take that'll help you assess what your primary parenting style is. And it works Love the that. same with in the classroom as well. Yeah. Um, but it really is one of these is your primary parenting style. You will lean more towards connection and affirmations, or you'll lean more towards being that grounded centered person, mm -hmm. or you'll lean more towards being that in tune person. None of them are better or worse than the other. And it's not about, here's all the things you're doing wrong, which is what most people talk about when they talk about, you know, this strategy or that strategy, mm -hmm. it's like, here's all the things not to do. And here's what you should do instead. It's like here here's a framework that you can use these guidelines you can use and look, look at how much you're already doing to build off of. Mm -hmm. I truly believe all of us have hard one knowledge and a base that we can build off of. Yeah. And again, loving yourself and acknowledging, like we are not expected to be experts at all of these things, but we do have an innate natural kind of inclination toward one of them. And knowing that we can be like, oh, okay, hey, I've already got one piece of the puzzle. Let's just build on the others and they'll strengthen over time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for sharing so, that one. Two secrets so yeah. far. One is you are exactly the parent that your child needs or exactly the teacher that this child needs mm -hmm. and that you are not failing and they're not broken. 
And secret number two is that you already are doing a lot. You already have an amazing base and solid foundation to build off of. And now it's about using this framework to move forward, to make decisions and to customize a plan for your family. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Yay. Thank you so much for sharing those. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Um, would you like the third? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the third. I didn't know if you had any questions. Okay. I promise I'm just drinking water. I just get goofy after seven. <laughs> okay. So uh, let me share my screen again and we'll go into the third one. Okay. Okay. So all this fantastic information. I love all the comments I'm seeing. You guys are like, this is awesome information, but information is just that if you don't have a bridge to doing right. Mm -hmm. And so it can be great to have all these great, you know, this great knowledge, but if you can't actually put it into action, that's where we start feeling like failures again. And you're not a failure. What you need is a roadmap, right? So you cannot do all these things as if you're at the end of the road when you're in survival mode. So when you're dealing with, you know, I saw someone saying the the cops um, being called on, we had that, you know, my son was in a residential treatment for a while at age 11. Um, we dealt with, I mean, he, like I said, he was um, getting kicked out of schools multiple times, had incredibly aggressive behavior. We had DCFS called on us multiple times. I mean, we've dealt with when you're in that stage and we call that um, riding the storm and this stage is the um, survive the storm stage. This is stage Mm -hmm. one. When you're at survive the storm stage, you cannot focus on a family that works together and thrives (laughs) and you cannot work on having all these beautiful routines in place. But one of the first things that people will teach you is to set up routines and rules and limits. But if you're over here, I guarantee, you, no one in your family feels safe. Mm. And you've got kids in your classroom. If this isn't in your home, there are kids in your classroom, but this is what they're dealing with at home. And so if they don't feel safe, if that's shaken, then there's no way that you putting together, you know, class meetings and class circles and, you know, (laughs) charts with visuals, that doesn't matter right? It's all about getting everyone to safety here, right? It's all about making sure everyone feels emotionally, physically, cognitively safe, right? Um, So the second stage, and they all use the UQ at every stage, they all use the UQ, but you're going to only use a trickle of it here. And the second stage, most people think it's okay. Well, this is about getting the kid to calm down. Then if this is about safe, we used to do that, but we found out that if you've been dealing with storms for a long time, this is the one that gets missed all the time, is that your battery is most likely run dry. Mm. And I know it's cliche to say that you can't pour from an empty cup. So I'm just going to give you a different analogy. When's the last time you plugged this sucker in? (laughs) Right. Right. How many of you guys will plug this in when you go to bed tonight? You'll plug in your phone. And you'll wake up in the morning with a fully charged battery on your phone, but yet you yourself, your battery's drained. We give our phones more energy than we give ourselves. 
And so this stage is all about finding teeny tiny habits that you can do in five minutes a day that rebuild your own energy. It's about grounding, having these rituals and habits that help you ground every single day, that help you connect with one human, that help you understand your own, um, like we call them boost and drains, the things that... um, the things that energize you and the things that drain you, and then empowering yourself with a daily habit to move more or take care of your body more Mm -hmm. each day than you did the day before. So if you skip this stage, you won't have enough energy to deal with the other stages coming your way. Okay. That's, that is so good. I also just want to reflect really quick from the, the chat one second. Um, uh, Nelva says, you know, I have a little kiddo who other teachers told me he just cries all the time. No reason. Uh, so she has a vacation spot in my classroom, which makes him feel safe. Um, and then Lakeisha says, yeah, you're telling the truth. The kids in my class did not feel safe. Yeah. 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 I love it. I'm so glad this is landing and it's helping you guys. Um, so the third stage, once you've gotten, and I didn't give you the UQ for that. So I'll go back really fast. So this this stage is all about you because you're the only one that can really control anything. Um, I live in Tornado Alley. I actually live in Little Rock where all the tornadoes came through just a couple of weeks ago and just like devastated our city. Um, And when those tornadoes happened, everyone went to the basement. You know what to do, or you went under the stairs or you went in the bathroom. Like you rode out that storm. You were not trying to get ahead of it. You were not trying to fix the solution. You were not trying to outrun it. You were just trying to get everyone to safety. Like that That's what this one's all about. So the U piece is, um, and this is one of my favorite tools that we use. It's called Stop, Breathe, Anchor. And so this one is all about grounding yourselves. And it's about not moving, not talking, not fixing, not doing anything. So you stop, you take a deep breath, and you can hold your hand to your heart right here. And then you just anchor yourself with something that you believe. This is less than a memory. This is more, um, it can be a memory, but it's something that reminds you, I am safe. It's okay. This is only a moment. I can get through this. Mm-hmm. All behaviors, communication, whatever it is that's going to get you through that moment, that's what you're doing here. And then the connection piece is really funny, guys, because the connection piece, you're not going to go and do like play tiddlywinks with your kid when everyone's not safe. But what you can do is you can check your body for the signals you're sending out with without even using any words. So if your eyebrows are furrowed, if you're like right now, just check your jaws. How many of you are clenching your jaw right now? Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Most of you, right? Because we just naturally do it, but our kids see that and they think they've done something wrong. So we can send out signals of safety by softening our body. Mm -hmm. And then the understand piece is you can't really do a whole bunch of 20 questions in the moment. And so what you can do is just know all behaviors, communication, this isn't about me. So I'm going to remove any emotion right now because this is not the time to deal with it. And you're just empowering yourself out of the moment, not even in the moment by focusing on all the tiny progress you're making out of the storms. Mm. You're just focusing on, wow, well, at least part of our house is still standing or (laughs) all those little things like that, right? Okay, so, um, oh, Delisa lives in Little Rock as well. Mm. Yeah, it's been... It's been been rough for our little town, hasn't it? Oh my goodness. Um, so, okay, so ride the storm. This is our energy reserves. Stage three is in the moment. So this is um, 
diffusing the bomb and knowing exactly what this is the being the calm in the storm. So this is you knowing what to say and do in the heat of the moment, even if your kid is flying off the handle. So the you piece is swapping your thoughts. And we have an exercise for that. The connection is getting closer and lower, but obviously if you've got a kid that's going to kick you in the face, you're not getting too close, right? So mm -hmm. we're not generalizing. You're getting, getting, you're just moving into the same room. You're, you know, lowering your body understand we actually have a whole tool for this. So I'm not going to go into it, but we've got a systematic way of kind of doing a quick checklist in the heat of the moment of why the behavior might be happening. And then the empowerment part is you're empowering yourself with what to say and do and provide in the moment. We call it a one, one, one. And that way you're not trying to remember 50,000 tips and tricks. This is where those tips and hacks and tricks come in is you're trying one at a time and you're being a scientist and you're going, well, that didn't work. Let me change out what I say next time. Let me change out what I do next time. Let me change out what I provide next time and see what changes and how it gets better. I love that. I want to just uh, reflect really quick or okay. say back to you, you said all behavior is communication. And I, you went so quick through that. I just wanted to reiterate because that is such like, we won't dive into that right now, but I just want everybody to kind of ponder that as you go through your next day in your home, in your classroom, all behavior is communication. Just keep that on a loop. And every time you start seeing any kind of behaviors, what is that child trying to communicate to you? So love that. And there's one caveat to that, which I just learned recently. I'm always trying to learn from different communities. And um, I just learned from non-speaking community that if a child is non-speaking or has tics, that sometimes the behavior, they're not communicating something on purpose because oh. um, they're not in control of that behavior. However, it still is communicating that there's a misfire. Right. Yep. There's still something going on. Yep. Right. And so it's communicating, Hey, something's misfiring. Mm. Hey, something is, I I'm not happy right now, or I'm overexcited or something like that. So yeah. just wanted Thank to make sure. That, um, yeah. I, I, I want to make sure that I'm respectful of all the communities, but yes, I'm trying to share that with me. All right. And tell me if I'm like, I feel like I'm just like going to town over here. So, Oh yeah. You're doing great. Are we on okay. to number four now? Yep. We're on to stage four. So stage four is, um, is, uh, no more storm chasing, which I like to call no more parenting whack-a-mole, which is really just like, you're no longer having to go from fire to fire to fire, right? You're really trying to get ahead of the situation. And how many of us actually start here? right? We start by trying to get ahead of it. We start by trying to come up with strategies and solutions and we have skipped one, two, and three, <laughs> and then wonder why it doesn't work. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So this one is, you know, the U piece here is really getting honed in and focused on your number one chaos causer. The connection is building connection out of the moment. We call it magic reset button. Um, you're building positive interactions with a five to one ratio. It's built off of the Gottman um, information. I don't know how much you guys know about the Gottman research, but it's that for every one negative interaction, you need five positive interactions to kind of combat those one that one negative. Now, that doesn't mean if you yell at your kid, then you've got to say thank you five times, right? Like that's <laughs> not what it is. Um, and it's actually, it's really small things too. 
And it's even in conflict. So it is that lowering of your shoulders. It is you saying, I hear you, things like that add Mm -hmm. to the five to one. Mm -hmm. Um, The understanding piece, we get a little more technical here and we do something we call a behavior spiral to really zoom out and start to look for triggers. We start to look for um, tipping points. We start to kind of spiral out that behavior um, way more holistically than anyone who is a behavior, who's been trained like with behavior analysts, or analyzation techniques, it's way more zoomed out than just the zoomed in ABCs, if you've heard of the ABCs, which is like antecedent behavior and consequence. So, Mm -hmm. um, and then the empower piece, this is where you're finally getting to talk to your kids and you're creating some, we call it a huddle. um, And we have multiple types of huddles where you are actually collaborating and problem solving with a kid to create an ahead of the moment plan. So Mm -hmm. when it's time to leave the block area, this is what we're going to do. And it's not you saying when it's time to leave the block area, this is what we're doing. It's coming up together and saying, here's our concerns. And and three-year-olds can do this. I guarantee you, I've seen it happen, right? A lot through play, but it's they can still problem solve a lot of these things with you. Um, so that's how you're getting ahead of it. And then you get to like the Mecca, like, <laughs> which is family team. So stage five is all about um, getting everyone on board. A lot of times up to stage four, you're really focusing on you, you, the one challenging kiddo, the one challenging kiddo and anyone that's involved in a situation. Then you're starting to expand it out to the whole family ecosystem or the whole classroom ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So you're really looking at the whole picture and you're saying, okay, what is each person's struggles and superpowers and struggles? The opposite side of a struggle is not that we're getting rid of the things that they're hard at or that they're bad at, or that, you know, they're not good at you. You have to, well, you get one, you get the other side. It's two sides of the same coin. So if you think of the Hulk, right? Like you can't get rid of the Hulk without also getting rid of Bruce Banner. You get both of them. And so it's all about embracing both sides and just helping understand where it comes from and helping them hone those both sides of that. Um, So if you've got, so for me, super creative, super quick start, right? But guess what that also means? I'm super distracted. I squirrel brain a ton. I never finish projects, right? Not never, obviously I finish it. Um, You've got a book I, next to you, I Dana. struggle to finish projects, right? So, but you get both of those with me. You're not, right? Like you're, you're not going to get like, you know, you're not going to get rid of these things that I struggle with and then still only end up with the polished pieces, right? It's about both sides. Um, The connection piece here is about creating this this very collaborative um, team approach where we actually, our parents will create family team names. Um, We have one that's like the Vortexes. We have some (laughs) that are like, you know, Team Newcastle, because they like mix all their names together. Um, And so they actually call themselves a team. They make team flags Um, is something I used to do in my classroom when I taught preschool. And we just become a community, like a team that's working together all on the same page. Mm -hmm. And we create values that we all want to live by. And this is the type of family we want. This is what we believe in. This is what we, we love and cherish. Um, A lot of times that comes from the parents or from the teachers of like, these are the values we're going to live by instead of what kind of family do you want to live in? 
Um, the understanding piece, we do something called a unique profile here where we're actually getting really clear on each person in the family or each person in the classrooms unique preferences, their calming strategies, their sensory preferences, their likes, their dislikes, um, their um, primary stress response. You're looking at all different aspects so that you can figure out why one person is oil and the other person's water. <laughs> and you can start figuring out how to get them to work together. And then the empowerment piece is where you're finally going to bring in some of that structure. Some of you guys just crave so much. Um, so you're going to bring in some of that structure. Um, however, this is where I lose a lot of people. It's not with rules uh, and it's not with firm limits. It's actually with something we call agreements and everything. Go, we call them value-based family systems. So you're creating systems that are based on the family values and agreements that everyone can agree on. And you're creating plans and you're creating personal boundaries, not, hey, I said it's time to get off electronics. That's my boundary. Right. That's not really what we're talking about here. What we're saying is I can't let you hurt me. So I'm going to step over here. Sure. Right. It's a personal boundary. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, that's, that's it. So you need to know that you are not broken and you're not a failure. You need to know that you already have an amazing base and it's not about starting from scratch or doing it all on your own. You can follow a framework with just four simple pieces, you connect, understand, empower, and it's not sink or swim, right? You can follow <laughs> a roadmap to go from surviving to thriving and yeah. use that framework to match your family exactly where you're at. Oh man, that is so good. Michelle is asking, is all this information in the book? I lay <laughs> it all out. The whole <laughs> thing, guys. So like it is, it, it's, it's a hunky book, but the whole yeah. thing is step-by-step step in there. So when I talk about, um, let's see, let me show you. So here's just an example. Here's the thought swaps. When I talked about the you piece and being able to swap your thoughts from one side to the other and being able to create more empowering thoughts, there's examples. Um, every single section has um, an action step, one simple step you can take today. And every single section has a story from a real family and how they dealt with it from toddler that. to teen and everything in between. Yeah. And I think too, like seeing it in someone else's, you know, story, like that's, that's really where we can say, okay. Um, cause I thought I was alone. I mean, I can't tell you how many nights, right. I'm just like, there's nobody else dealing with this because you can't find anybody else you know, in your community that is dealing with this and, and nobody's giving you help. And it's like, now we can plug into you and be connected to not only the resources, yeah. but the families and the other teachers that are also struggling with these things and have found the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. They have walked the walk and are enjoying the- Can I show you my like favorite yeah. thing ever? Yeah. Okay. So can you guys see those? Yes. Those my, that's my family wall. So that's oh. our family team wall. And this is where we've got some holes because they jump off the wall. I don't know why <laughs> they like to do that, but they jump off the wall. But we have families just like this and I stick them up there when they, um, and the, you know, I could probably fill this whole building with them, but yeah. this is just like my happy place is there are so many families out there who have seen this work for them. You know, for a long time, I didn't believe it. I thought it was a fluke that it worked for me, tried it out on another person. And we've iterated it over the last five years 
And this book is the latest iteration. It is the like simplified version. Every stage has four steps. You connect, understand, empower Mm -hmm. so that you can remember those steps and it's easy. You can go back to it. Every single section of the book is less than a five minute read. So you can pick it up if you're busy, if you need to come back to it. Um, and, and it works. I mean, it, it works, it works, it works. I don't know. <laughs> what else thing. And, and, and the thing, the reason it works is because it's about plugging your knowledge and your information and your expertise into what is already been tested and tried by mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of families around the world. So even if you're that unique family that doesn't fit a mold, it fits you, you get to make it work for you. Yeah, absolutely. And so the reason why I brought Dana on was, I mean, my son's 10 now and how I wished I had known about you, you know, six and a half years earlier when we were starting to have our struggles in our family and this message needs to be shared. And we are so excited that you put together a podcast, that you wrote a book, uh, that you are going to get this book published in August. It is on pre-order right now. So I have a couple steps for everybody who is listening and watching right now. I'm telling you, as a leader, as a mentor of yours, uh, we need to get this message out. So everybody that is listening, and if I have ever helped you ever in my life of these last 15 years helping you, I need your support right now because my own family went through such a struggle. And I'm telling you, like Dana's podcast, Dana's book will save families, will save kids, honestly, like will save so much heartache that you don't need to go through and it needs to be shared. So here is my ask for you as you're watching this right now. I've got uh, an amazing uh, 71 beautiful women on with us tonight. And of course, on the replay, we're going to have many, many more. Here's what we need to do. Two things. Are you ready for me? Number one, we need to go subscribe to her podcast. So here's the kicker. You know, we have our podcast, right? So you're in, we all know about the podcast world. But the thing is, is like in order for Dana's message to get shared out, She needs to hit the top rankings of that podcast app, you know, like on the Apple podcast, she needs to be able to get up as high as she possibly can. The higher she gets, the more families see it, the more families subscribe, the more families she can support and help. So we're going to go to your, any podcast app that you have, whether that's Google or that's Apple, you're going to go to calm the chaos parenting, this beautiful Navy and pink, uh, graphic there, calm the chaos parenting. And then there's a top little, uh, plus button in the top right there. It says follow or subscribe, go ahead and click on that. And it's going to give you a nice little check mark. You're subscribed, you're followed. And that that's one of the things. Okay, great. So we've subscribed everybody post in the comments, subscribed or done when you've done that. The next thing we're going to be doing. Okay. If you got value out of this episode with Dana right now, guess what? There are two more episodes in here. Do you think there's going to be just as much value and even more in the episodes? Yes. So if you got value out of this episode, I want you to scroll down here and we are going to rate her podcast because guess what, friends, what she just produced here is even 10 times better on the podcast because it's so, you know, condensed and, and so beautiful there too as well. So if you got value on this episode, go ahead and give her five stars. The way to do that is you just click the furthest star, which equals five stars right there. And it's going to light up five stars. Okay. So we need to give her, you know, if this has served you, right. If you think she's earned, if, uh, if let's see, she's earned your five stars, give her a five-star rating on that <laughs> podcast. Cause you're going to, and then right below that, after you rate, 
it'll pop up a little thing where you can write a review, okay? So we can click, we can scroll down just a little bit after we give the, the five stars, we can click write a review. And that's where uh, it's gonna pop up and you can write some words. Now I already wrote some words, but you can go ahead and write some words there too. Okay, so we'll just give you a second to, to do that. And then I've got one final step for everybody. And then she's got two episodes on there tonight. So we can go binge listen right now after this. I love listening to podcasts in the car, when I'm cleaning, when I'm cooking, right? Dana, don't like, do you like, when do you like? Yeah, well, we podcasts? were listening. So many, my husband was like, if people knew what we were listening to right now, we were on a walk today and we were listening to the episode that's dropping in the morning mm-hmm. and we were listening to the whole episode. And he was like, if people knew that this couple walking down the street was listening to the couple on the podcast, <laughs> they might think we're kind of weird. I listen um, to my episodes yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, the podcast is, you know, it is very conversational. We've been told that it sounds like just sit, having your best friends, like sit at the table with you while you cook or while you fold your laundry. Um, it is, it, it's, there's full of shenanigans. Um, <laughs> and so just to keep you awake when you're listening. Uh, so I love it. I see people already saying that they've listened to it. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. So you want to go binge listen to that because yeah. not only, I mean, these are the things that are going to help get her ranked high so she can see. So more families can see her. Honestly, that's always the game. We need more families to see her. Um, so you subscribing, you rating, you reviewing, And then you listening to the podcast, that is everything that will help Dana's podcast get to the top. Now, friends, and she's got another episode dropping tomorrow morning. So you can just like, as soon as you wake up, like, oh, it's another episode. I always love that. Like every time I know when there's a new episode, I'm like, yay, it's another episode day. Um, Okay. The last thing I want to do now that you guys have done that, I'm going to drop a link in the chat. Now, this link is for her contest. Okay. And we're going to share the screen in just a second, because I need everybody here to go click on this link to go join her contest. I'm going to share um, her, share my screen here and share you what the contest, (laughs) I keep saying it wrong, contest is that you guys are going to see. Yeah. So what we see here is this is what it's going to look like when you get there. And on this page, you're going to enter your name and your email to be entered into over $20,000 in prizes. Okay. Um, you're going to enter your name and email, but here's the kicker friends. You don't actually get entered in until you click your email that says, Hey, I'm entered into this. Right. So if you, if you never found an email from her that says, you know, confirm that you, that this is your email, if you never confirmed, you guys got to go confirm. Okay. So you're going to put in your name and email, and then it's going to put you on the next page, but don't forget to go back to your email and click. Yes, this is, I want, you know, this is, I want this to be confirmed here. Um, and so you just, can really by, just by signing up for this part, you get a free, the first chapter of the book. Nice. So you get the first chapter of the book. You can immediately go start list, uh, go start reading and really getting into more of the deep of the, the frameworks and things like that. And you guys can win the VIP day, a $17,000 value, a one-on-one uh, day with Dana. You can win the family time session, a $200 Lego gift card, calm the chaos program, uh, you know, pizza night, uh, an hour coaching with Dana. You can win the book club, a thousand dollar plus value copy of calm the chaos book and the empowered parent bundle. So really cool prizes there. And of course this is still going on for like what, three or four more days, right? Yeah, I think it's going on until Sunday night. Yes. And then when you get there, here's the cool thing. When you get there, um, it's going to show you 
on the next page, how to, and this is really important, guys, it's going to share how you can get points for these things, okay? Because you need to get points to win, right? So you can click this little button here, and it's just a copy-paste link. And then once you, like, copy-paste it, you can go over to Facebook, and you can, um, do, 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 sorry, let me close out all these tabs, all the chats, come on, guys. Uh, so you can just paste your link just like that and press enter. And then it just shares the graphic. It's like, it's the easiest way that I could ever think of, that the Dana obviously could ever think of to put together a contest. So bravo, first off for the contest easiness. You can follow her podcast right there. Okay, there's a link. Now you've all done that. So you, they could click that right now. Sweet, sweet. So yeah, so you can one. click that. And there's and tons of points here. Like you can't see my points because it's uh, actually- already did it. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, and then there's also subscribe to the YouTube channel, which I subscribed. Uh, you can also follow her on Instagram to keep like up to date on tabs. And here is the kicker. This is where you definitely want to go. Pre-order the book. How many points do they get for pre-ordering the book? 150. What? Yes. Guys, come on now. 150, 150. points. She's I didn't weigh up on the, on the leaderboard when you order the book. I didn't even 100%. give people 150 points, Dana, when I did my last contest. So come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of points for pre-ordering the book. And here's the thing is that when you do that, you're going to go to this page. This page is important. Um, you can pre-order from anywhere that you do books, um, but you want to come back to this page because you'll get our seven days to less chaos. You'll also get, I did a behind the scenes of the making of the book. It's been four years in the making from agent until uh, publishing. And so I share the whole nitty gritty and you yeah. get a recording of that. Plus we are going to be doing, I've been seeing some people and I don't know if you guys are just doing shenanigans or you mean it, but we are going to be doing bulk order bonuses in the future. Those are still coming down the line. <laughs> and so for those of you that are like, I need to order one for me and I need 10 for my families or I yeah. need 10 for the therapist or whatever, do it. Go ahead. You can grab that now. Um, um, because we are going to be having some great bonuses for that, including a, um, a whole live event where we are going to be going live and, um, for a whole day event and you get your ticket mm. to that, um, for free when you do some, some bulk orders. So, um, there's definitely options for that. Um, and be sure to fill out the form because we want to give you the bonuses. Yeah. So you can, you can go pre-order the book, you know, on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or anywhere you get your book. And by or the way, it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. The more places you buy it from the better. It really doesn't matter. I like seeing the Amazon number go like that one's <laughs> fun. You know, that one's just my own personal. Cause like they're the only ones that report before the book comes out. <laughs> so I can see the Amazon book right. orders. But yeah. it really does help if you guys, I saw someone saying they ordered from Target. Someone yeah. said they ordered from Barnes and Noble. That helps. You can order from your local bookstore. There's a link on that order the book page called Bookshop. I love that one because you can type in a zip code and it will tell you an independent bookstore. And you can even filter it by Latino stores, by black owned yeah. businesses. You can like, it's so phenomenal. Like you yeah. can make sure that you're really supporting the businesses that you're interested in. Oh, I love that. And yeah. so everyone, I just, uh, again, put the link in the chat. You're going to need to go to that link and then definitely put in your name and email. Like I said, though, you're not technically in the the price drawing yet until you go to your email inbox and click the, yes, I confirm this email. Okay. Like, you know, cause, cause guess what guys, when I had my contest the last week, 
I got some, I got some generic spam email coming through because I never did the confirmation. So high five to Dana who did the confirmation. So you guys need to confirm your email. Otherwise you're not in. Click, click confirm. Don't reply back. We definitely got an email that was like, (laughs) I confirm, I confirm, I confirm. They're like, no, this is not how you confirm. (laughs) I know. But click the link that says confirm. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, Dana, again, thank you so much. And before I sign off here, again, everybody go follow her podcast, go subscribe, rate, review, and listen, go binge watch it. Calm the chaos parenting podcast. And of course her book, calm the chaos is coming out in August. We're going to do a huge push for that. Whenever August comes around, we may even do a book club. So stay tuned for that. Um, but bef- I'm going to send it back to you. Is there any last things you'd like to share Dana before we go? Well, first of all, just thank you again, Joy, for having me. This is one of my first chats that I've had, <laughs> um, first of many chats um, about the book coming out and the podcast coming out. So thank you so much for your support and um, sharing your amazing community with me. Oh, of um, course. Yeah. And also for anyone who's listening, I know I went through this, just fire hosed you. And really what I want you to take away is that piece from the very beginning is that you are exactly the parent that your child needs. You're exactly the teacher that that most difficult child in your classroom needs. And you're here you're an hour and 10 minutes in that shows me that you have compassion, you have care, you have understanding and that you are doing everything you possibly can. And so lean into that, remind yourself, you don't have to get it hundred percent, right? Just kiss your brain, <laughs> brain remind me I'm human and just know that you are not alone. That's awesome. Well, Dana, we're going to do this again whenever your book gets ready to launch. So get ready to come back to us. Okay, um, I will. This was so fun. (laughs) I could do this every day. (laughs) Awesome, friend. Okay, we will talk to you soon, everyone. Thank you.